You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Dominos. Another humdinger involving Gujarat, another instance of me and Ayaz in the podcast and like in the match against Kolkata. Gujarat end up losing the game. Ayaz Rajasthan won a last over thriller with their main batter Josh Butler going out for a duck. They seem to get match winners in every game, right? Someone or the other surely turns up. Surely the team to beat this season? Yes, I mean, they were runners-up last year and they were playing the winners of last year in this match. So, this, in my opinion, Gujarat and Rajasthan are the two best teams so far in this tournament. They've got depth of talent. They've got very good balance. Look at their batting lineup for both teams. Very aggressive, very good top order. Uh, they bat deep and they've got very strong finishers. Like we saw Shimran Hetmeyer today. And the bowling, they've got fast bowling resources, spinners, match winners, you know, so. <clears throat> and they produce some really great cricket. This was a fantastic contest to watch. Now, let me quickly take you through the game. Gujarat batted first after losing the toss and scored 177 runs. David Miller and Shubman Gill got into 40s, but no half-century from the team. In response, Rajasthan chased the total down in the last over. Shimran Hetmeyer was the star with a 56-run knock. Now, before we get into Rajasthan's batting, we'll talk about Gujarat. As we tend to talk about Shubman Gill in every game involving Gujarat. Such is his form right now. But today, let's talk about how he took the attack to Ravichandra Ashwin. He's a player who is nearing his 200th game in this competition. That's the sign of a courageous batter, right? To take on a veteran bowler? Yes, it is. It also shows how much Shubman Gill has matured. You know, you need nerves of steel, you need very good cricketing mind and you need, of course, guts to take on a bowler like Ravi Chandran Ashwin, who's actually had a fairly good tournament so far. So, you know, full mark, full marks to Gill, as I mentioned earlier, in the last six, seven months, in every format, he's showing himself up to be in top form. And I think his team depends a lot on him to start off extremely well. We saw parts of, part of that. We saw... Uh, uh, you know, something similar when Rajasthan batted, the manner in which Sanju Samson got after Rashid Khan, who's, who's amongst the best bowlers in the, in the world, and, uh, you know, hitting him for three sixes and then over. So it was a terrific, terrific display of batsmanship from two young batsmen on either side, and also the manner in which they took the attack to two very seasoned bowlers. I thought this was one of the highlights of this match that I saw Gil getting after Rashwin and Samson getting off to Rashid Khan. Absolutely. Those two did a really great job. But before we get into them, we'll talk about how Rajasthan started. They started, in fact, they started off very poorly. Uh, Gujarat did not pick Josh Little today, but Hardik Pandya did a fantastic job with the new ball. What did you make of his bowling? He conceded just 24 runs and also dismissed Yashasvi Jaiswal. Look, I, I have a very high regard for, for Hardik Pandya as an all-rounder. We know how well he bats. But I think people sometimes tend to forget that he's actually a he started off as a bowling all-rounder. And he's a very fine bowler. He's a very clever bowler. He's got pace. He's got the ability to swing the ball both ways. He seems it. And, you know, I think that, you know, ever since he's come back from his injuries and, you know, the the the, the fine the suspension that he had to endure for a while, he's come back stronger as a bowler. If he was capable of bowling 12-15 overs in a day, I would pick him straight away even in the test team. But be that as it may, in white ball cricket, he's a very valuable commodity and he's been showing that in every match, whether it's in the 
in the India T20 League or when he's playing for India, Hardik Pandya is a very integral part of India's, you know, the team team's composition as an all-rounder. Whether he's batting or bowling, he's great value for money. Absolutely, and tell you who is an integral part of this Rajasthan team. As it turns out, it is Ryan Parag. Now, of course, we should not single out youngsters, but then again, for a player who has played 51 games, an average of 16 is surely underwhelming. Ayaz, is it time for Rajasthan to look beyond Ryan Parag? I mean, that's one way of looking at it. But uh, you know, I I think he's he's got the talent. He just needs to make sure that he makes makes his talent count. You know, you can hit two boundaries, get dismissed for the third ball for for attempting the third one, and end up not just you know not scoring enough runs yourself, but also somehow you know letting your team down by not let, you know not taking them to win. I mean, in this in this case in this match. Rajasthan won, but it could easily have gone the other way, and Ryan Parag's dismissal would have counted for far more. So I think that Ryan Parag must value his own potential, his own abilities, and start, as you mentioned, 51 games is a long time to get adjusted and adapted to the demands of the league and have enough knowledge about the opponents. I'm sure that he needs some somebody to help him out in his dugout, somebody like a Sangakara or a Sanju Samson or even a Josh Butler. About stroke selection, I think that really is the issue for for Ryan Parag. Absolutely, as you mentioned, someone needs to help Ryan Parag out, like Sanju Samson helped Rajasthan out today. When Ryan Parag was dismissed, Rajasthan were four men down. It seemed that it's all over. But then Sanju Samson took Rashid Khan to the cleaners. Now, when Rashid comes to attack, we see batsmen they try to not hit Rashid and they just try to pass his overs away. Do you think this is the best approach against Rashid Khan? This counter-attacking approach. It was a wonderful approach, wasn't it? I almost got my voice back then, you know, and then lost it again later. <laughs> but that's a different story. But I think, look, Rashid Khan was, you know, he, he had picked up a couple of wickets, so his tail was up. And then to attack him, the manner in which Sanju Samson did just highlights what a precocious talent he is. You know, and much as you know, even for Sanju Samson, like we talked about some of the other players, we've been saying this about Sanju for a long while now that he's got he's a he's got he's a gifted batsman, and he should be doing more. He should be playing a lot more for India. But he seems to have whenever he's got the opportunity to play for India, he's not made the big scores which would cement his place. I think this is this is the season he must make it count. Not just for the India T20 League. This year is also the ODI World Cup, and Sanju Samson, if he can get a place in that team, I'm sure that he'll become a very exciting player to watch in that tournament. As exciting as Shimran Hetmyer is in the Rajasthan team, surely. Now he has played crucial cameos in every game. Another important knock of 56 not out today. Now, Ayaz, do you think he's the best finisher this season? It looks like that, isn't it? Because every time he comes out, he's got very few overs to play. Today, actually, he had a few more, but he makes the most of it. I think Shimran Hetmyer has a couple of things to prove. One is to himself, the other is for his team, and the third is to West Indies cricket. You might remember that he didn't go for the World T20, the T20 World Cup, for some reason because he missed the flight and disciplinary action was taken against him and stuff like that. So he is out to prove a point. I think you know to his critics. And obviously help his team. This in this case Rajasthan. Uh, you know, last year they finished runners-up. I think he is going to be a very vital figure if they have to, if they have ambitions to win this this year. Because look at this lineup. If you've got 
Josh Butler at the top, Sanju Samson at 3 or 4, and Shimron Hetmeyer at 6 or 7 to finish. I don't think any other team boasts this kind of a, you know, this kind of an array of slope players. I have not even mentioned some of the others which are in the Rajasthan team. So this is really a team to me which is emerging as the team to beat. Absolutely. And now let's talk about someone we actually haven't mentioned and that's Ravichandran Ashwin. Remember the game when he opened the, opened the innings and everyone almost lambasted the Rajasthan team management? Well, today he showed his class, didn't he? With those hits against Mohammad Shami in the penultimate over. Oh, absolutely. And I think it took, uh, you know, it, it took a lot of courage to do that to Shami, who in many ways was the pick of the bowlers today, amongst the fast bowlers, certainly. And to do that, hit him for a six, oh, six over his head and then, you know, another boundary in the same over. It just brought his team home, uh, you know, so much closer to victory. But Ravichandran Ashwin has this abilities. In many ways, he's, I call him a very disruptive presence in the middle. I don't mean that in a negative sense. I mean that in a positive sense. The way he uses his skill, you know, in, in bowling, and not just the skills which with his fingers and his hand, but also his he's got such a sharp mind. Uh, he, he double guesses, double reads the batsman, foxes them, etc., etc. And he sets fields, uses angles and deliveries which are disruptive, which look very unorthodox. And in batting, you might think that he's going to be a very straightforward player, but people forget that in league cricket in Tamil Nadu, he had he used to be an opening batsman, so he's very good at playing spin. And he's also got punch. So when it comes to it, he can hit sixes and fours. Absolutely. And now lastly, back to Gujarat. They had Josh Little as an impact player in the bench, but they rather used that option on Noor Ahmad, the young spinner from Afghanistan. And Noor Ahmad ended up bowling the last over instead of Mohit Sharma, who was looking in great rhythm. I asked, what did you make of this? I think they, you know, they punted on him. And uh, it was a fair, fair income. They've got, right now, they are still in a, in a decent or in a good position on the points table to take a punt like this. Uh, they need they need an extra spinner in the in the lineup. I think that's what it was coming to as I read it. Uh, Rahul Tavatia they haven't used at all in this, in this season or barely at all. So if you have to have another spinner, especially when you're going to play uh, in, in, in Kolkata or some of the pitches where there's going to be a lot more turn, then who do you use as the second spinner? And I think they made made the call here. Uh, whether he should have got the last over when there was Mohit Sharma available, I think because Shilman Hetmeyer was massacring the you know fast bowlers. I think that's why they, they turned to pin, to spin again to see what could come out of it, what could, whether he could get a, get some result or not. But he had got you know he had got Sanju Samson out, so I think uh, Hardik Pandya must have got emboldened by that. Huh. Tell you what came out of it. It was a Rajasthan victory and well-deserved. Now, tomorrow we'll see Virat Kohli and MS Dhoni stepping out on the field. The year is 2023, so it won't be the Indian captain and the Indian vice-captain stepping out on the field. Yeah. That ship has certainly sailed. But who cares? It's still Bangalore versus Chennai. It's still a mega event. What do you make of the game, Ayaz? Yeah, it's a blue ribbon event. You know, it's a, it's a marquee match, as we know, Kohli and... Dhoni, I mean, these are two of the most celebrated cricketers in the world. And when they're pitted against each other, I'm sure everybody is, you know, they'll be just glued to the TV. I'm not sure whether Dhoni is going to start in the match or not. The last match, he suffered some injury and, you know, we saw what happened. He was in pain, trouble. Uh, but even if he is, I think, 80% fit, he'll play because he knows how important it is for him to be in the team. 
uh, you know, to marshal his resources. But in here to Chinnaswamy, I suspect, you know, the way the pitches that pitch has played there, or the pitches have played there, very high-scoring matches, even 200, 212, 215, we've seen was not, was not safe. So, a lot of you know, Bangalore, a little advantage certainly playing at home. Also, the fact that they've got their batting, you know, top order in very good form. Kohli himself is in spanking, spanking form. Fab Duplessis, Glenn Maxwell. The only guy who's been missing out on runs this season is Dinesh Karthik, who last season couldn't put a bat wrong. You know, everywhere, every time he went out to bat, he made runs. For Chennai, they've got Ruthraj Gaikwad, they've got Moin Ali, Ambati Laidu. So it's a it's a good matchup. And I think that Javindra Jadeja is the one guy who could who could be very crucial as a genuine all-rounder. Uh, you know, he's not done much with the bat so far, but he's been very effective with the ball. So we, I, I, that's he's the one player I'll wait, I'll, I'll watch because he could be very crucial to see to Chennai's uh, prospects in the match. Absolutely, and with you, we'll also be watching tomorrow's game for sure because we'll be back with another episode tomorrow. Ayaz, like always, thanks for your time. Thanks, Atan, and apologies again for my sound box, my vocal vocal cords not being so good. But tomorrow, I think it'll be far better. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Let's let's keep it for the marquee event. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. That was today's episode of the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Meman in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Domino's. This is a Quint original podcast executive produced by Shali Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Shuvaditya Bose, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palor. And a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Meman. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.